Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning into this episode of Time to BS Podcast. If you like the show, be sure to check out more shows at Unhinged Sports Network, like Air Raid Attack, The J Dash Morning Show, The Far End of the Bench, and much more. That's unhingedsn.com. It's time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Once again, the guys could not join me for tonight, so I'm stuck doing this show with you, Ben. Uh. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. All right, for those of you who are at Unhinged Sports Network who do not know who this is, uh, this is a, probably going to be a Seahawks episode today. Uh, fellow Seahawks fan, JP, is here. Uh, hey. How you been, man? How has It's been too long. How you, how's everything? Been all right. I mean, we're six and one. Yeah, I love that. We are six and one. None of us expected this at all. No, although I did like our schedule at the beginning of the year. This was, was the this was the toughest part. I mean, this is the toughest part right now. The middle of the yeah. the middle of the schedule is the toughest part. And uh, Kyle and Mikey could not make could not make it because they are still pissed at me because it is Bills Week and they have decided to. That's not true. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, the Bills host the Seahawks this weekend. Um, the Packers are currently playing the 49ers right now. What's the score of that game? Is Did it just no, start? Checked yet. Did it just start? I think it just started. Probably just starting. But, like, um, Ten minutes ago. Uh, Packers already scored. Jesus, come on. San Francisco, do something. Devontae Adams, of course. Oh, fucking course he did. Hi, but it's been a while since you've been on, of course. Yes. But um, hopefully we got shit ton to talk about. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, keyword here is hopefully. Um, I had an idea to get to. Okay. Uh, I forget what it, I forget what it was though. Jesus. <laughs> Come on. Um, but I haven't. I didn't get your thoughts on the Carl's Dunlap trade. What do you What do you think of it? 
I love it. Any any help we can get on the D line, I'll take it. Oh my god! And Vic Beasley just got released too. Yeah, I saw that. He cleared waivers. He can play linebacker. He can play end. Mm-hmm. He basically, That'd be interesting. That would be very interesting if he decides, hey, we're we're gonna sign, and we're gonna sign Vic Beasley. Yeah, I would not mind. This guy was a first round pick. Do you remember that? Yeah, remember a couple years ago, didn't he lead the league in sacks? He led the league in sacks in 2016 with 15 or 16 and a half sacks. Yeah. He had a good stretch of games of like seven games of like 10 sacks or something like that. He was a monster that year. Yeah, it was. And, oh, God. I mean, it's... I said, I said bring him here. See, see what he can I do. Mean, I mean, Mayo has been nice. Mayo has been He's nice. Been He's been alright. I mean, Shaquem's been playing well. Shaquem's been playing very well. I mean, who was the biggest disappointment for us? It's gotta be Dunbar. It's gotta be Dunbar. Yeah, Dunbar. Uh, Myers has sucked. I mean, Trey hasn't been terrible. The, The scheme has been, the defensive line has been awful. Yeah. I mean... So bad. It's been t- our our run stops been fine. For we're fourth part, in the league in rush defense. Yeah, we're fourth in the league in rush defense. Um, yeah. but we're thirty second in pass defense. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. It's oh, it's atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. But mm-hmm. um, Russ for MVP. Yeah, Russ for MVP definitely. Oh, Russ for MVP. Oh my God, yes. With- we're getting a lot of people back from injuries this week. Yeah, Rasheen Green's coming back. Yeah, uh, Jamal Green, Adams. Jamal's coming back. That's the big one. Uh, yeah. Dunlap is playing for the first time uh, yeah. this weekend. Did, uh, did Snacks get called up? I don't know yet. I don't know. I was trying to find that. I couldn't find it. I mean... Uh, I'll try me... to look it up real quick. Yeah, I got you. Uh, Jonathan All Joseph right. just signed with the Cardinals. Cardinals. Right. Why? Why? Nah, I didn't say why. Be a weird, <laughs> weird situation. I mean, why is the sign with the Cardinals? That's what I want to know. I mean, why pick the Cardinals? Uh, they're looking pretty good. I mean, they're looking all right. Yeah, I mean, they're looking good. Um, only, only team that's beat us so far. Which, we deserved that loss. Yeah, we did. That was a good game, though. Oh, such a good... I mean, had David Moore did not have that atrocious, atrocious holding penalty oh, yeah. in overtime. Yeah. Metcalf catch and run touchdown. touchdown. Metcalf mm-hmm. catch and run touchdown. Oh, man. Oh, man. That have been fucking atrociously bad. Well, we got lucky that game even went into overtime in the first place. Yeah. That, that's true. All right. Hold on. I'm going to see if we can get Ryan on because I got a good idea for this. All right. And we're back. All right. Okay. Um, what did you uh, – did we expect the Niners to do anything this year? I mean, let's I be mean, real. Let's be real here. Let's be real here. I know there are – Arch rival, I get it, but you have to think to yourself, okay, they put they're putting too much faith in Garoppolo. 
They're, they put way too much faith in him. And even when they don't, they try to be a run-first team. But they have good running backs, but they don't have a great running back. I mean, Mostert's out, for, out, Mostert's out for God knows how long. Yeah. Tevin Coleman's team, out. You can't just let Jimmy throw it. He's, he's Matt Breida got traded. Yeah. I mean, the thing that they should have done was sign Devontae Freeman. Yeah. They should have signed... That was before they knew how long Mostert was going to be out for, though. Yeah, but still. Oh, and Jarrett McKinnon's out, too. Because, of course. I mean, the Cardinals, I thought, would be competitive. I didn't think they would be this good, though. Yeah, I like what I see from the Cardinals. I mean, I... I'm a Seahawks fan, but... I mean, yeah. So... Let me pull up my predictions that I had for this season. So, my predictions. I had the Cardinals finishing uh I had Seattle finishing 12 and 4 with first place in the NFC West. I think my record was somewhere around that prediction too. I had the I Cardinals. Can't find my exact prediction, but where I had the Cardinals? There we go. I had the Cardinals at six and ten. Six and ten. I, I thought had, they'd do better than that. So I had best case scenario eleven and five, worst case four and twelve, and be, and projected record six and ten. Okay. Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, they could have done better. Could have done a lot better. My my predictions for this year, I don't remember the exact records, but I thought Seahawks first place, 49ers second, Cardinals third, and then I had the Rams in last. See, I thought the Rams would be good. I don't know why I just don't trust the Rams, especially last year. I mean, I thought they would um, be okay. I mean, Jefferson and Reynolds are, are good uh, three and fours behind Woods and Cup. Yeah. Offensive yeah. line still a question mark for me. I had them 10 and 6, third in the I West. I just don't trust golf. I mean, how could you? I mean, you saw him playing Cal. He was okay. Yeah. I mean, you're a USC guy, right? I, I'm a bit of a USC guy. So, I don't keep up with college football too too much, but uh, I don't I either. To pay attention. I don't either. I mean, I saw golf play for a little bit. He d- he didn't have like overly impressed. I thought he was the be- I thought he was the second best prospect in that draft though. Yeah, behind Wentz. I agree with that. I like Wentz more too. Okay, so because we're doing this as a potentially exclusive Seahawk episode, what the fuck happened to Bobby Wagner before this past game? I don't know. They just weren't using. What him happened to him? He. It's he been like this for good. about he two just, years now. Doing nearly as good. It's been like this for two years. He was good last year. He was okay last year. He was good last year. Okay, uh, we may be watching two different types of film, but all right. <laughs> but Where was he on the uh, tackles list in the last year? I think he was like third last year. Could be wrong. Yeah, that's not bad. It could be horribly wrong. But 
I'm looking that up real quick. Yeah, someone look it up. But I think he was like second or third. But there were podcasts. There were podcasts out there that were saying trade Bobby Wagner this offseason. Now, here's why I would consider it. If he continues to play like shit. Which. He played well last week. He played well against the Niners. Yes, he did. I think what they should have done from the get go is blitzed more. Definitely. I mean, if you notice Ken Norton's defense is going back to when he was in the Raiders, he never blitzes. No. He never blitzes. He did last week, though. He did last week. Yeah, the Seahawks never blitz. And when they do, it's like people think, oh, our defensive line sucks. Mayo is not a bad player. No, he's He's not. I mean, Alton Robinson from Syracuse is not a bad player. Daryl Taylor, if he comes back, is a good player. Carl Dunlap is just, has historically been a very good player. I'm excited to see what he can do. Jaron Reed is a good player. I'm excited to see if Snacks does indeed get called up. Yeah. Which I'm assuming he will. Because if DJ I'd be Reed... i surprised if he doesn't. If DJ Reed can get called up, then Snacks can too. Yeah. DJ Reed was so good last week, though. We're talking Damon Snacks Harrison for those listening. Yeah, Reed's yeah. Been, Reed was awesome last week. I just looked up. I think 2019, I think Bobby Wagner led the league in tackles. Of course he did. Of course so he was he did. good last year. Penny's coming back soon, too. Yeah. You need. We need Penny. We need Penny running back right now. Oh. Did we sign Alex Collins to the practice squad? Alex Collins is on the practice squad, yes. That's what I thought. Um, let's see what good old Bob says. Jamal's back. Um, oh Dunbar is limited. Who's limited? Dunbar, because of course. Dunbar. Is Griffin back yet? Uh, no, he sat out of practice today. But, uh, oh, jeez. I'm curious to see how the offense is going to look with Penny coming back. Yeah. And who's going to get cut? Uh, I'm interested to see if we use Penny more than DJ Dallas when he comes back. Because he's coming off an injury. So yeah. who's going to start? I mean, I would assume Carson's the one. Carson and yeah, Hyde are, one, are one and two. If Carson's out... Carlos Hyde's still out, and it's Penny and DJ Dallas. I would, assume da- I would assume knowing Pete, it would be Dallas. I hope so. I like Dallas. I've seen plenty of University of Miami tape when he and Travis Homer were the two backs down with the Hurricanes. Yeah. Those right. two, I mean, I've, I was very excited for the Travis Homer pick because I thought, okay, this guy has the talent to beat Deion Lewis. I'm not saying he is Deion Lewis. I'm saying he has the talent to be like Deion Lewis. Yeah. They need to use him. That's the thing. I guess Pete really liked that uh, Miami backfield, too. Uh, yeah, DJ Dallas, I thought he wasn't a great 
back with Miami, but he had put up some nice numbers with the Hurricanes. Yeah. Um. Penny, I mean, I'm curious. This, I'm very curious to see how Penny's going to fit in with the backs. I mean, Hyde's probably the most expendable out of all of them because he's got the cheap deal. Yeah, but he's been good when he's healthy. He's been he's good when healthy. That's the thing. That's the thing. When healthy. Yeah. And now they have five backs. It's not like any of our backs can really stay healthy, though. This is true. Which... That's all I want. I, I just want. I just want a running back that can stay healthy. I mean, you you're probably going to be in the market for running back anyway. Yeah. Because Carson's a free agent. You can't stick with Travis Homer and DJ Dallas as your two backs. And Rashad Penny, I mean, as much as as much as he was good for the four for those four straight games up until he got hurt last year. I just don't want to go back to those couple years after Marshawn Lynch retired and we were looking for a running back. Thomas Rawls. And Russell Wilson was the leading running back. Thomas Rawls. Thomas Rawls, oh my god. Do you Just remember? Those, oh god. Those years were not fun. Uh, the first year, though, of Rawls was fun. The first year, yeah. He looked good. That the was first co- yeah, the first couple of years of Rawls were fun. Yeah. And then, and then as soon as he became the main starter. It's like, oh god. I'm worried about with Penny, too. Like, well, Penny has some good games, but, like, I don't know if he's a starter. The difference is that Penny has been a starter in his college career before. Yeah. He was a starter at San Diego State. Uh, ran for over 2,000 yards. He's and, hurt more than Carson, though. Uh, he's faster than Carson. He's yeah, got he speed on healthy. his side. Yeah. And Carson, I mean, th- that's why I would have been tempted to trade Carson. I would if we weren't contenders this year. Yeah. Because he's way better than our other backs. He is. He's the he's one if of the best running backs in the NFL. If we weren't doing good this year and we didn't think we were contenders, then yeah, 100% trade him. I mean, they need to run the ball more than pass all the time because you saw against the Cardinals two weeks ago when you put too much emphasis on Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he tends to force. I mean, I love him to death, but like, you saw what happened when you throw too much, and I now see why Pete wanted to be like, "Oh, let's be a balanced team." But yeah, except Pete wasn't even much of a balanced team before; it was just run, 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 run. Exactly. You, just, and then now we're just pass, pass, pass. We need to we need to find that balance. Yeah, we need to find. I mean, Shoddy has been, you know, going back to his days with the Jets, and I know this. I I'm a Jets, you know, the Jets are my second favorite team. Yeah. Brian Schottenheimer, his, his two years in New York with Mark Sanchez, he knew Sanchez was a good quarterback, but he also knew that, okay, you have good running backs in Thomas Jones, Sean Green, LaDamian Tomlinson, yada, yada, yada. I can keep going. And then, and then when Sanchez continued to throw the ball, you saw what happened to Sanchez's career. Yeah, but... Luckily, Russell Wilson's a bit better than Mark Sanchez. Sure, a little bit better. I mean... Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Also, uh, do you know of the only few teams to have a league MVP 
to not have an, a league MVP with a 15 and one record or better. I don't know them out. Okay, so I will tell you, it is the 1985 right. Bears. Okay. That that went 15 and one and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. And the O4. They also had an amazing defense. Oh, the best defense of all time, and the O4 Steelers. Maybe. Another one of the best defenses. Are the O4 Steelers? No. No. Who's on the O4 Steelers? Uh, ben, that was Ben Roethlis- right? That was Ben Roethlisberger's rookie year. Oh, okay. That was um, that was when Roethlisberger took over like week three, and they went thirteen and zero as a starter. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I was like four years old then, so I forget. Okay, so if Russell Wilson does not win MVP this year, I will riot. Oh, I agree. I will riot. He should have at least gotten a vote last year. He should have gotten a couple votes. He should have gotten a vote last year. He should have gotten multiple votes two years Mm -hmm. ago. There's been so many years he should have gotten votes. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. I mean, 2015, he should have gotten some votes, too. Like, it's one thing that he doesn't have an MVP, but the fact that he doesn't have any MVP votes yet is just... It's a travesty. It doesn't make sense. It's a crime against humanity. It's it's an absolute crime against humanity at this point. Hopefully this year. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um What else is going on here? Um We can talk about our line. That's been somehow good this year. Yeah, what happened to the line? I mean Brandon Shell <laughs> I thought was a terrible Shell. signing. He's been top ten in past uh Pass blocking what year. the fuck happened to Dwayne Brown? <laughs> He's been great too. What happened? Did he find the fountain of youth? I I guess so, and I love it. Oh, it's been terrific. And then Damian Lewis, we actually have a good young offensive lineman. That never happens. Never. I mean, this is the best offensive line they had. Statistically speaking. You're, you weren't around to see this one, the 05 line. Yeah. The, the 05 line had five, pro, had five pro bowlers and three all pros, two Hall of Famers. This is, this is definitely the best line Russell Wilson's been behind in the NFL. Walter Jones, Steve Hutchinson, Chris Gray, uh, Robbie Tobeck, Chris Gray, and Sean Locklear. Three yeah. all pros. Five Pro Bowlers, two Hall of Famers. That's one of the best offensive lines in history. That that single year alone, like spoon fed Sean Alexander an MVP. Could you imagine Russell Wilson and Chris Carson behind that line? Oh, dude, oh. Un- unstoppable. I would have. Oh my God, I would have wet my pants. <laughs> I would have wet my pants. An yep. amazing. If Russell wasn't in an offensive line with Jimmy Graham, oh, that's another, yeah. oh, God. Can we go back to the trades that, that the Seahawks had made throughout the Schneider era? And which is the most infamous, what was the worst trade? The worst. Oh, the worst. This is a, this is a good one. Because they, they have made some very interesting and rather bad trades yeah, in recent It could memory. be the Jimmy Graham trade. No. 
I don't think Jimmy Graham was that bad. I'm, I'm just thinking because we don't usually give up a lot. I mean, we. But I'm did, just thinking no. the ones that we've given up a lot for. Percy Harvin. Yeah, Percy Harvin. Percy Harvin, you gave a first, a fourth, and sixty-seven million dollars. Oh yeah, I always forget how much we gave up for him. Sixty-seven million dollars over five years, and we yeah, never used almost... him. He was I mean, also he was never good healthy. For us, but... He was never healthy. That was the thing. Yeah, he, he was, was good and he was healthy. He was never healthy and was more of a locker room nuisance than Golden Tate was. He was he was good in the Super Bowl. That's it. Yeah, for one game. Yeah. Like, had they one figured out how to game. use him? Had they figured out how to use him? Like, that would have been amazing. He was a good kick returner, too. That was awesome. But only when he was healthy. Uh, Jimmy Graham, I didn't think was that bad. Because you had a stretch with Graham that was... Uh, I mean, the issue was... I mean, Russ It took could, so long, and it was such a short stretch that he was... Good I thought they should have resigned him. That was the thing. After the 10 touchdown year, they should have resigned yeah. him, at least for two years. Yeah. I was a little surprised when we let him go. I mean, because you had you had to also, because at the time Sherman was going to get cut. Cam yeah, was hurt. Really just cleaning house. I mean, they had to. They had to. I still can't believe we cut Sherman. I don't know how we never. How you could have traded trade him. him. That was the thing. They could have traded him. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't trade him. I mean, I was. Uh, good for him. I was all for yeah. trading to the Jets for a second round pick. I would have loved that. The Jets would have loved him. Yeah, yeah. I would have cutting him and let him go to the 49ers. Yeah, I was, uh, the second they caught him, I said, oh, God, he's going to go to a rival, is he? I had a feeling he would. Sure enough, he went to the Niners out of spite. I mean, Earl, yeah. Earl, they could have traded. Out of the Can three. What is going on with Earl Thomas right now? What is going on with him? That's a good question. He was going to, like, he was great for us. He didn't seem like a bad locker room person until like his last year. Uh, and then, at least uh, I remember. Do you not remember the Dallas game? Yeah, okay. That was, what was that? His second to last that year? That was his second to last year in Seattle. It and was then after he, that that he started being bad. But before that, he was fine in the locker room as far as I knew. Who did you think was the single biggest loss between the three of them? Because we could we could go on with this for hours about how the Legion of Boom. You could argue that the Legion of Boom is the best secondary of all time. Who I miss the most, I miss Cam Chancellor. I, I miss Cam too. I mean, Cam was one probably, of the most underrated safeties ever. Cam was probably the biggest loss because he was he was the Legion of Boom. Like yeah, Sherman was. was the. I mean, people say, "Oh, Sherman was the best player," but I say, "Bullshit." Cam was. You yeah, watch Sherman. Cam, yeah. You watch Cam play; he was everywhere. Yeah, Sherman, Earl Thomas were like the ones like most people talked about, but Cam was the best. Cam was the best player. That was the thing. Cam was the best one. Yeah, hated seeing him retire early. Oh, God. I mean, the second I the neck injury, why, but... the neck injury. Yeah. He he suffered a neck injury, ironically enough, in Arizona. Yeah. And then, once that happened, when the neck injury was first diagnosed, it was, he's he's going to retire. I mean, I knew it was I coming. Mean, even just look at, like, after they're off the team, how, like, they treated the Seahawks. Richard Sherman, 
signed with our rival. Earl Thomas is just a bad locker room person on any team he goes to. No one wants him. And then there's Cam. Cam Chancellor is, like, helping coach right now, basically. Yeah. He wants him to be a coach. Yeah. I think he would be one of the secondary coaches. I'd love that. He's been helping out a bunch of people. He helped out uh, Ryan Neal. Oh. Which reminds me. What did you think of the Jamal Adams trade? I don't think we talked about this yet. No, I don't think we did. So, let's recap the actual trade of what happened. So, Jamal Adams gets his ass ridden out of New York. Um, Mm -hmm. The Seahawks call and say, hey, we'll give you two first, a third, and Bradley McDougald. Um, Yeah. And Jamal finds himself with Seattle. Great fit. Love the player. Uh, curious about the deal. I think we gave up a lot for him. It's really a, overall a win-win for both teams. But you understand why they had to do it because Cam Chancellor retiring. I mean, they don't. They didn't have you know that hard-hitting, no. you know, locker room, you know, enforcer at safety. They never had that since Cam since Cam retired. And Bradley McDougal is good, but we love having those star safeties. Yeah. Yep. That's where our defense was built around for so long. The defense was built have, around the second. And also, Jamal is great at rushing the passer, but mm-hmm. but they also need to blitz more. And yeah. that's why I think, you know, getting Taylor back, getting Dunlap here, getting Green back, you know, putting Shaquem at strong side linebacker, pass rushing linebacker when they need to. He's also been great as a uh, QB spy. Oh, he's been awesome. He's been great. He's that. been awesome. He's just so fast. He is. Well, that's what happens. You're on a 4-4 at a linebacker speed. Yeah. Oh, man. Um... I was uh I wasn't excited for the Dunbar trade when it happened. No. I wasn't because if I I've seen Dunbar play. I mean, he's he was an okay corner in Washington. He wasn't really the greatest in coverage. Yeah. I didn't watch him play too much in Washington. Yeah, he wasn't the greatest. I was just... he... I was just happy we were getting help cuz I don't like Trey Flowers. I I like Trey Flowers when he actually decides to do stuff. Yeah. He had a couple he had some good plays this last game. He yeah. forced a fumble. Here's he the thing. A couple other good plays. Here here's the thing. The dude's six four. He's yeah. six how often do you get good six four corners? Yeah, that's saying he's good though. <laughs> but like you, uh, that's that's not the point. How often do you get corners <laughs> who are six three and good? Not often. They all just signed with the Seahawks, though. See Pete Brandon Williams Browner. Browner for details. <laughs> Even Richard Sherman's big corner. Yeah, Richard was 6'3". Brandon Browner was 6'4". Byron Byron Maxwell was 6'3". Yeah. I mean... We love our top That top is corners. true. That is true. Are you terrified of the Rams next week? Hmm... I'm terrified of Los Angeles next week. I'm shitting myself right now. (laughs) 
I'm terrified. And I'm worried about them a bit. I wouldn't say terrified, though. We'll see how golf does. Oh, God. Like, he hasn't been good the last couple weeks. No, I mean, you lose to the Dolphins. That'll do it. <laughs> exactly. I think that's the, I think that's the whole reason I'm not terrified. I was I was really worried about it, and then last week I saw what happened, and I was like, all right, I think we can do it. Ugh. Can we? Oh, uh, the Dolphins have a good defense. No, they're the number one scoring defense. Yeah. They're number one in scoring defense, which I never thought that would be. Uh... I mean, they spend so much money on corners. Yeah. They did. I mean, I thought they would have at least made a trade. For uh. Yeah. For what was it? I think it was. I I wanted Xavier Howard. Hmm. I thought, okay, you can trade for one of the better corners in the league in Xavier. Um, that would have been a nice. That would have been a nice deal. Yeah, can we talk about how like disappointing the uh, trade deadline was? <sighs> Nothing happened. I mean, Quan Alexander got traded. Yeah. So that was all right. Yeah. That was the biggest trade. That was it. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. There's the Carlos Dunlap trade, but that's not much. Yeah. That's not a big trade. I mean, there were some waivers. Yeah. Dante Pettis off the Niners. Um, I liked him in college. Yeah. Uh, there was... Uh... What's his face? Oh, Jacob Martin. Uh, Jacob Martin tested positive. Did he? Yeah. I saw something saying that the, uh, the Seahawks tried to trade back for him. I would have loved that. I would have loved it too. But apparently they didn't want to trade him. Why? Niners got a field goal. Great. Um, so, do you think Vic Beasley does indeed sign here? I would like that. I would not mind that one bit. I think it'd be a good spot for him to come. It would be terrible. I mean, he'd, he'd get the best opportunity here. He would. <laughs> he can play everywhere. Competition. He can play everywhere. Uh-huh. He can play literally everywhere. Yeah. So, our defensive line right now is LJ, Puna Ford, Jaron Reed, Alton Robinson. Uh, there's Dunlap. Uh, Shaquem. I love, I love Puna Ford. Ugh. I think they need to. I like Ford. I do. I think they should. He's not. Sorry, what was that? No, you. No, you go. He's he's not a pass rusher, but he is so good in the run stuff. He's awesome in the running. So game. good. He's awesome. Um, why the fuck would we pay seven million dollars to Greg Fucking Olson? <laughs> when you have four, yeah, when you have three other good tight ends, yeah, and we just cut Luke Wilson though. Yeah, it doesn't make any. I mean, Parkinson, I liked, I loved the Parkinson pick. How about uh Sullivan, who we just moved from tight end to D end? Eh. Eh. Yeah, he had like one good play last week at D end though. 
Yeah, I thought they would. Use, here's I, I thought they would use him in the in the, the. I hate to bring him up, but the Aaron Hernandez Swiss Army knife role. Yeah, you get what I mean, though, right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, like they would use him as like a wide receiver, or tight end, like run the ball. That's what I thought they were going to do with him, too. I mean, if they decide to move him back to tight end, cool. Uh, cut Greg Olson, please. Thank you. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. The dude has and been a only... fossil. Yeah. We only sent him to a one-year deal, though, right? For $7 million. Yeah, it's only one year, at least. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I've been wanting to see more Will Disley. Yeah. We've been playing Greg Olson more. He's not doing anything. He's not Will doing Disley shit. Was healthy was so good. Yeah, when Will, Will Disley more. That's the thing. When Disley's healthy, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you also get Hollister, who's not a bad number two, and then Parkinson's 6'5", six, 6'5", five, six, five or 6'7". He's tall. Apparently we, uh, we asked around the league about trading Hollister. Yeah, fuck that. No. Where we didn't get any offers we liked. Yeah. Why the fuck not trade Greg Olson? Thank you. So he can give us <laughs> seven million. So he can give us seven million dollars, and then we can have, go after another pass rusher. Yeah. Can I? I don't think anyone wants him though. Can I just say how I've been praying for Ethan Posick to be the, cent- the starting center, and you didn't believe me at first? I didn't believe you at first. You didn't believe me at first. No. And I told you. Ethan Posick is a natural center. And what did I tell you? What did I tell you? You told me. I was right. I was yeah, right. He's been good. He's, he's been, been really awesome. Good. And our then... Whole, our whole line's been good. Oh, and then Damian Lewis has been great. Mm-hmm. Shell's he's been... worked a little bit in the past blocking, but he's such a good run blocker already. Uh, and, and, he's, the... and he's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. And, my, and your potty's coming back this week. Yeah, although Simmons has been good. Simmons is a great. I was curious to see whether where they put Jamarco Jones, whether if they would use him as the right tackle. Yeah. Or not. I was hoping they would be the right tackle, but. Brandon Shell's been great. Oh, he's been awesome. Uh, Dwayne has. I was, I was not expecting. One bit. Nope. I mean, I've seen plenty of film with him with the Jets. Um, can we, uh, let's talk with the elephant in the room, DK Metcalf? Oh my god. Oh. So good. Oh. Dude, I was, I was saying this the other day, so, whenever I do, like, like, mock drafts or something, I usually do the first couple rounds of the draft. The Seahawks never draft who I want them to draft. Yep. Ever. Yep. They always draft people I don't even know. Or in the fifth round. And then, yeah, Exactly. But DK Metcalf was the one player they drafted that I wanted them to get. And when we got him, oh my god, I was so excited. I remember watching that draft and when the Patriots traded away that's the 64th pick to the Seahawks. I said, why is Seattle getting in the second round? And then I, <laughs> I checked, I called a few friends and said, hey, is DK Metcalf still available? And I say, yeah, he's still available. Why? I said, oh, no! And then when yeah. they took him, I screamed out in excitement. It was awesome. Uh-huh. As this dude I, has... I still don't know how he fell to us. I don't know. All because of a stupid cone drill. <laughs> yeah. I ain't complaining. 
Can we, uh... Uh, I think he has the talent to be the next Julio Jones. Oh, he has the talent to be one of the top Did you wide receivers. S- He's already one of the top wide receivers. Did you see that, that clip of, of Jace, of, uh... Of uh, Jason Verrett crashing into Metcalf and DK just like stood there, be like, "Yeah, what's up?" <laughs> yeah, I did see that. What's up? <laughs> he just, I mean, Verrett, Verrett like collides into DK, and then DK just, like doesn't even move. Yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Verrett's like just laying on the ground, near unconscious. <laughs> like running into a brick wall yeah i mean the dude's two body fat he's two percent body fat he's got muscles on top of his muscles and how just how fast he runs for how big he is is it he shouldn't it's be insane. able to run that you fast. should not be able to run that fast at that size no it's insane you should not uh, the NFL is stripping the Raiders of a sixth-round pick in 2021 for COVID protocol violations. Team is being fined. Team is being fined five hundred thousand dollars, and John Gruden is being fined one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I thought there'd be stricter punishments, honestly. Well, apparently they're repeat. Well, apparently they're repeat offenders. So, Mm-mm. what about like the Titans? The Titans, like. That's the thing. Tennessee knew it screwed the league over. Yeah. And then they got, like, no punishment, basically. Yeah. Did you, uh... About that. Did you, uh... Did you see that, uh... ESPN had, uh, like, 300 layoffs? No, I didn't see that. So, ESPN... Um... Give me two seconds. So, ESPN has going through, uh... COVID layoffs is the second. It's the second time they've done this. Um, I don't know who picks who picked them off, or uh, picked them off. Jesus, um, sorry. I'm, I'm watching clips of the Niners. Uh, please beat Green Bay for us. Thank you. Give us a two game lead in the NFC. Thank you. Actually, you know what? That wouldn't even matter because the Bucks and Saints are tied. Yeah, one of them's got to lose. One of them's got to lose. Can we, uh... I'd rather have the Bucks lose. Yeah, I agree. I'd rather have the Bucks lose... And then, um... Fucking... Have... New Orleans be the two seed, because if we're the one... Oh, God, can we... Do we finish as the one seed, do you think? I think we have a good chance to finish as the one seed. Oh, God. If they fi- if we finish as the one seed, it's over. It's over. Yeah. It's over. No one's... Especially if we get fans back. I mean, we have... I don't think our schedule is that hard moving forward. Our only hard games, other no. than the Bills, are just our division games in the NFC West. Yeah, and then we play the Rams two more times. We play the Cardinals one more time. Um... Afterwards, the hardest team is San Francisco at the end of the year. Yeah. And they might have all the injuries still. They have a shot to finish 50 or one. We did just fine against them uh, last week. Yeah, we did fine until the fourth quarter came around. Yeah. 
They have a good. They have a good shot to finish fifteen and one. They have a very they good do. shot. They do. I don't think they do get fifteen. And one. I think they're finished like 13, 3, 14, and two. But but when was the last time they had an offense this good? Oof. Oh five. I can tell you. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. 05, they had the 13th highest scoring team in the in NFL history. Was it 13? Give me a second. I'm going to Google this. Uh, let's see here. Highest scoring teams in NFL history. Is Russ still on pace to break the uh, touchdown record? He is. Shut up. Uh, he's on pace to... I think he gets to 50. I think he does, too. I don't think... I don't think he gets to 56. Yeah. Uh, correction. They are the 80... They are the 82nd highest scoring team in NFL history. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, how many points did they score? Uh, the Seahawks in 2005 averaged 28 and a half points per game, which is the highest in franchise history. What Until this year, right now? Uh, 33 and a half. <laughs> 33 and a half. If they were to continue this, if they were to continue this, yes, they would by far shatter that record. And they could. And, have a good chance to. Okay, so let's understand this. The, the highest scoring teams in NFL history are the Denver Broncos with 606, the 07 Pacers with 589, 2018 Kansas City is third, the Packers in 2011 are fourth, Minnesota in 98 is fifth, actually sixth, uh, followed by. No, I, yeah, the Vikings are fifth. The 2012 Patriots are 6. 2011 Saints are are 7. The 2016 Falcons, oh my god, that was such a fun team to watch. Yeah, it was. That was the a Falcons, fun team to watch. How have the Falcons fallen apart so much this year? They never recovered. Like, they don't even have like a bad team. You look at their team, it doesn't look as bad as their record shows, but they just can't win games. Would you believe me if I told you the Ravens last year were t- were tenth all time in scoring? Tenth all time, well, that mean, doesn't. Make, that, I don't believe that. They should have been higher. Um, the greatest show on turf in two thousand is ninth. Hmm. Uh, most points by season. Yeah, so Seattle has a chance to, I think they get over 550 points. Yeah, where did that place us? Uh, I'm going to tell you shortly. So, so here we go. Okay, the, so the top three, the top two teams are, well, the top three are, Denver with 606, 
New England with 589. The Chiefs with over 570. Okay. I think they can finish... I think they beat the Vikings in 98. Jeez. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, yeah, 606 is Denver in 2013. That was a great team. So, however, if they do, if Ross wins MVP, I don't think I. I it slims my chances of crowning them as a Super Bowl champion, though. Yeah. If you look at the history of the MVP since '99, there has never been an MVP, a league MVP, to win the Super Bowl since 1999. Someone's got to be the first. It, oh, please be Russ, please. I pray to the football gods, and I hope if we it's... can get our defense going at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean they'll be a good chance. Yeah, I mean their defense finishes top fifteen. I mean they have to. I mean it's it's probably going to happen. They're going to have to play the Chiefs. That'd be a great game, though. Oh, that'd be, such that'd be a, game. a fun game. Big time shootout. Oh, shootout game. Be awesome. Um. What else? I mean, I, I think that I think there is a very good shot. The Seahawks finish fourth on the all-time scoring list. At this point, they could make it. I'd love that. At this point, at this at this point, I would not be shocked if they finish top five in scoring off. It's top five in all-time scoring. Well, we're gonna have to keep scoring as much points for defense. Thirty-seven and thirty-seven per game. 37 per game. 37 per game, huh? I think they could do it. All right, so. Yeah, the Seahawks are averaging 35.5 per game. That's close. Uh, Real close. Yeah. I was very close. I was very close. Yeah, you said what, 33? I, th- I said 37 and a half. 37 Which would be crazy. Which, that would be nuts. Um, What do you think? Where do you think they could finish all-time in scoring? I think they have a chance at top five. We keep playing at the level we've been playing. Although Russ does have a tendency sometimes to drop off a little bit. But we also just haven't let him throw this much before, so who knows if that's going to happen now. But I think we got a good chance to finish top five. I think they could do it. I think they could finish second. Second. I'm going to call it. Seahawks will finish second all-time in points scored in NFL history. I would love that. Be amazing. Can we um 
Oh, here's a good trade that could potentially happen. Jimmy Garoppolo for Matthew Stafford. That'd be interesting. That'd be nice. I've seen some uh, Niners fans saying they want Matt Ryan. No. Get your get Stafford. <laughs> I think Stafford's better. I think I think you're better off with Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I think Matthew Stafford's one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. But who's more likely to move on from their quarterback? The I, here's the thing. I don't think the, the Detroit is going to be fascinating if the Lions keep winning. And if the Lions keep being competitive, it's going to be harder to move on from Stafford. What even is their record this year? I feel like I've barely... 500. They're 3-3. Three three. Three. I think they're 500. Yeah, that's not bad. They're not terrible either. I think I just think the Falcons are more likely to move on from their quarterback than the Lions. Yeah, hold on. I'm going to check their record in a second. All right. Uh, the Lions are 3-4. and four. Okay, they're under 500. Okay. They're only no, no. three at home, though. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the Bills, however, are going to be fun. The Bills will be very fun. It's going to be a good game. Um, that would be. A, it's going to be a very fun game. But uh, see if our defense can stop Josh Allen at all. The Church of Josh Allen is conflicted. The church of Josh Allen is very conflicted. I don't know whether to root for Josh Allen or to root for the Seahawks. I'm kidding. Can't root for the Seahawks. I'm kidding, man. You know I'm kidding. <laughs> as much as I love Josh Allen. I do like Josh Allen. Josh, oh my god. Can we uh can we go back at that class? How many of us were dead wrong? <laughs> yeah. So Baker Mayfield went first overall, Darnold went third. Allen went seventh. Rosen went tenth. Everyone thought Darnold was going to be the best by far. Oh my god! Because they were conflicted on the on his freshman year at USC. Yeah. I didn't think he'd be that. Good. I thought he'd be okay. I didn't think he'd be terrible. The uh, the guy at USC who Darnold took over the starting job from, that guy uh, was the quarterback at the high school I went to. Really? Before I went, to, before I went to the high school, like a couple of years, but nice. Yeah, Max Max Brown, he was supposed to be. He got like Gatorade Player of the Year that year. He was supposed to be like the next Peyton Manning, and he just did not do good at USC. Yeah, yeah. He got hurt a lot too. Oh, the worst. That's always the worst. I mean, there's this one guy, was the Wisconsin starting quarterback before he got hurt, Jack Cohen. He's from he's from the he's from uh, my town over here in Long Island. Yeah. Um, so I th- I thought okay, if Jack can stay healthy and if he plays well, Wisconsin's not going to be hard to beat. But I think Cohen could be a top quarterback prospect. Yeah, I mean he's got an arm. Something funny. I think it, I want to say it was Johnny Hecker, the punter on the Rams. I think he was the quarterback. For a local high school kind of close to me. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, who do you think is the Niners starting quarterback next year? Because they got to move on from Garoppolo now. 
I'm interested to see how Nick Mullins does this year. You know, I think if he does good this year, he could be the starter. You know, it'd be funny. You know who they trade for? Sam Darnold. They could trade for or or they pick up Josh Rosen. Unless they unless they really want a veteran guy and they're tired of having inconsistent, they could go for Matt Ryan. But if they want a young guy, then yeah, I could see Sam Darnold. All right, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put that on the poll. Uh, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold. Make sure to put Nick Mullins in there too. Yeah. And uh, Matt Ryan. Yeah, I got. Niners in 2021. Who is the starting quarterback for the Niners in 2021? I have Matthew Stafford, Matt Ryan, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Nick Mullins. Done. Ah, fun show today. We slow but fun show. Ah, thank you guys for joining for joining us for this episode of Time to BS Podcast. Uh, If you like our show, be sure to check out our other stuff at unhinsportsnetwork.com. Uh JP, thanks for coming on. If yeah, you like sure. uh by the way, for those of you who listen to our episodes of bullshit sessions, those are still podcast exclusive. So those so volume eight will be recorded tomorrow. Uh or today if you're listening to us uh on unhinged sports on unhinged SN.com. So thanks for tuning in, guys, and we hope to see you all in the near future.